0: Welcome back it's Tina here and it's day before Christmas and I'm very very excited about this so the kids are super excited as well and my husband is you know baking and cooking and these things he's the one in our family who takes care of the kitchen things okay he's the one who you know prepares the food and cooks and bakes and those things so i'm more of the person who is decorating you know i take care of the house uh, make it beautiful i decorate um you know, I wallpaper, I paint the walls and those things. And actually, this is something that we are going to talk about today. Now, today, I'm going to talk about something that you might not like to hear. And that's fine. Uh, Because, you know, I am known to be one a person with strong opinions and I'm not going to stop uh, giving my opinions about things. This is something that I care about very strongly and I really care about your success, your growth, your business growth. So I, we need to talk about this thing. So here goes. Um, People ask me and people generally ask internet and people are saying these things on internet and wherever, say, focus on your passion, you know, passion, 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 make passion to your business. And uh, for me, I always get a little little uncomfortable feeling when I think about this, you know, passions and businesses and so on. I've been a business owner for a long time um, and I had, uh, uh, you know, my first business, which I always call lovingly my first big F up and uh, but wasn't really an F up it was just uh, my try business it was my first business it was the business I I thought that actually I would run forever and I'm so happy I don't and I'm so happy I've had those experiences even though there were some pretty bad some good as well of course big mistakes and big wins okay so if you ask me whether you should go with your passion. People say you have to go with your passion, do what your passion, do what you love, then you never work a day in your life. And I would actually want to call bullshit on that because business, when you're building a business, it doesn't matter if you, whatever it is, there are always things that you need to do and you don't love them. And you have to deal with them, (laughs) particularly in the beginning and even when you're growing. But in the beginning, when it's only you, you must do everything. Okay, and you can't expect to love all those aspects. So, there are a lot of people, for example, who say, I am, you know, I love interior design, I love fashion, I love shopping handbags. And then they figure, well, because I love shopping handbags, maybe I should launch a handbag collection. Well, there's a completely two different things loving handbags, buying handbags, and actually launching a handbag collection. Okay, Uh, if you love interior design, if you love fashion, if you love whatever that you you love, horses, you know, kids' clothes and and whatever, it doesn't mean that you have to go into business doing that. You could, you can, if you really want to, but you must have the right expectations. And I can see, unfortunately, very many people don't have the right expectations when they start building their passion businesses. Okay, if you ask me, Should I go with my passion? Should I try to make my passion to my business? I would say, no, not necessary. Okay, and let's talk about this. So first of all, a lot of people, uh, because they love something, they love some kind of a thing like buying handbags. They kind of have this idea that just because I love doing this thing, I love reading about this thing or I love, you know, doing this specific exercise, sports, fashion, whatever, that you know i want to work with this and uh, the reality is that when you start building a business the shock of understanding that that particular activity for example design if you want to become an interior designer that is actually a very tiny part of your workload you know the what you do daily and i work with interior designers and they are amazing they are amazing. They have really, really great businesses. and But they all can say the same thing. The actual design part is not a big part of the daily work. There's a lot of other things they need to do. And uh, this is really where you can see whether you are going to be successful in your business or not, whether you actually can and are willing to focus and learn the other things. And what are the other things? Well, the other things are everything else that you don't see people doing if you, for example, work for an interior design company. So if you are a designer and you are working for a company, your job is to design, then you get to design. But if you're running that company, if you're building that company, then design part, yes, of course you get to do that, but you only get to do that when you have clients, when you have your marketing dialed in, when you have your sales processes dialed in, and of course, somebody's doing everything else, that needs to be done in your business. Then you get to design. But to get to that point, many people will lose the passion, because if it doesn't happen fast, at least fast as you want it to happen, you will lose your passion. And what happens when you lose the passion? You won't want to work with that thing again. You don't want to see it. You don't want to touch it. This is exactly what happened with me when I decided foolishly, there's no regrets. I can tell you it was the best thing I ever did was to start my first business, okay? I learned a tonne. I've done a ton of mistakes and I've had a ton of wins as well. A lot of experience and learning and learning and learning these things. Now, just a little bit about my background before I continue my rant here. So my background is in engineering. So I have a master of science degree in computer engineering and uh, business economics. Okay. So I worked in corporate I worked with as an IT consultant management consulting I had a team and you know we're working with the biggest banks in the Nordics so that was what I did before and then I foolishly (laughs) somewhere I've decided that I really want to focus on my passion so I wanted to go into the design world and in my case that was home decor world and even though it was really really interesting And he really, really fun. And first, I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. And even though I was pretty successful in my corporate career, I was just like everybody else thinking, you know, if I'm this good doing my job, you know, I've been advancing very quickly in my career. How hard can it be? Turn out? pretty damn hard so uh, it was a really unnecessary hard I would think and that time when I started my business there wasn't any online coaches there wasn't any online courses there wasn't any you know uh, coaches that I knew about or any people I could go to and ask can you please help me today yeah there are plenty that's what we do today in my company and they are plenty of these resources available for you when you're starting out so you don't have to spend your years on on errors and, and failures and figuring it out. Okay anyway so when I started it turned out quite quickly that that actually wasn't what I wanted to do and because I did not feel very strong about that business model even though I still love that industry. But today, that is my hobby industry again. Now I get to go to the trade first because, you know, I like to go there. I get to design a house um, and some other places as well because I love that thing. And I get to work with really amazing interior designers, product designers in that space and help them to figure out the other part of building a business. But there was a time that I did not love it anymore. My passion died and I didn't want to deal with it at all. What happened with my business? Well, nothing good, I can tell you. Nothing good happened with the business growth. So I killed that business and I'm very happy about it today. But it was a very, very, very hard decision. A lot of disappointments. Obviously, I had a lot of dreams for that business, a lot of ambitions because I'm a very ambitious woman. And they just went to to die. So it was a really, really hard thing. So my point is, just because you have passion for something, it doesn't mean that you should make it to a business. You actually don't have to have that specific burning passion for that thing that you do. I mean, you do need to really enjoy working with your clients and customers. You really need to have interest for that market that you are going into. You need to have experience and uh, expertise in those areas where you want to build your business in. But you don't have to have that as your biggest personal passion. With the money that you can generate With your business, you get to go and buy the handbags or maybe you can go in as an investor in a handbag company and enjoy the benefits like that. Okay, so... I want you to be very, very realistic with your idea. And I understand that this is something that might not be, you know, sit very well with you. You might be there thinking like, well, I am going to go with my passion and I really want to make my passion to business. Well, let's do that. Great. Let's do that. But let's make sure that we're actually doing it the right way. So there are three things I want you to think about. First Be very, very realistic about the profitability of your idea, okay? You need to be very clear on the actual business model, how you're going to make money, what is the size of your market, is this market reachable, what are the other um, key players in this business, how do they make money. So you have to know about these things. If there's no competition, nobody doing anything remotely like what you're doing, Think hard a few times whether it actually is a good idea because if there's nobody doing anything like that in your market, there might be a reason for that, okay? Maybe people don't want to pay for that service or product that you are thinking about launching. Look at the competitors. Look at these people who have been there before. How is it going for them? What kind of uh, resources they have available for them? And are there the same resources available for you too? Many times there are some other unfair advantages that they might feel unfair to you that you don't even know about. For example, there might be some investors backing the company. You don't necessarily see that. You just see this company, you know, gaining a huge following huge client base and becoming very, very big. So you're thinking if they can do it, I can do it. And it might be so that you actually can. But it also can be that this particular company that you're looking at, they have some advantages that you don't know about. They have people who are opening the doors. They have a very strong finances that they can put a lot of money into this business. It's not very difficult to make millions if you put millions into your company. It's not really difficult. But it's very difficult to make millions if you have no money, no connections, and no any real advantages. So it's really, really hard work. It's very, very difficult. So be very realistic about your situation, your advantages and disadvantages, and also whether there actually are is people who would like to invest in this service or product. And the second tips I wanted to give you is this. Do not listen to the people around you. I know, of course, I mean, you might want to listen to your other half or your family and so on, but not too much for two reasons. One, there might be a lot of people who say, oh, you are so talented. You should definitely go for it. Do this. You know, you're going to be super successful. And then you start your company because everybody says you should. Everybody says you're so good at drawing or designing or doing whatever, you know, taking photographs of whatever it is that you want to do. And the reality hits when nobody's buying your thing. Everybody can say that, but if they are actually not investing in your service, in your product, it doesn't mean anything. And then there are the other ones who say, you shouldn't, don't do that. Quit dreaming, you know, just go back to the reality and the naysayers. And these are also poison for you. It could be actually that you will make a success with your company, with your idea. And if you only listen to the people who are saying no to you or who are not really seeing your potential, not really, really supporting you on your mission, then you might also start doubting yourself and thinking, well, can I really? I mean, it looks like nobody believes I can. That's why you have to be involved in conversations and people and communities where other people are also doing the same things, okay? This is why you need to surround yourself with people who are neutral to you, but they're also doing the similar things. So you have somebody to talk to, somebody to ask, somebody to support, you and you can support them so you're doing it together okay and number three your expectations 90% of the things that you do in your business are not necessarily the things that you think about that you have passion for so for example as I talked about our clients who are interior designers and they do a lot of other things too (laughs) that are not particularly that kind of design they want to do um, when I had my home decor collection and uh, everybody thought that, oh, you are such a lucky woman, you get to play with this beautiful textiles of, you know, design all day long. And I can tell you that was the last thing I was doing. I had maybe two design days a year <laughs> when I was designing new collections. Let's say two weeks of design and all other day was about sales, marketing, PR, connections logistics you know managing production talking with the uh, manufacturers fighting with them trying to get the goods in time fighting with the customers <laughs> you know fighting everywhere i'm not saying it was all fights but a lot of things that you have to do and those were not even close to what i had passion for when my passion was interior design, decor, you know, creating these beautiful spaces. Now, for me, it wasn't a shock because I knew this. I come from the corporate. that I understood that this was the case. But there are a lot of creatives that actually think that when they go into some kind of a passion business, that they get to do that passion thing and nothing else. And that is just plain wrong. Okay. So I want you to think about so If you're going to go with your passion, Be very realistic about the profitability of your idea. Do not listen to either the yay sayers or naysayers around you because they don't really know if these are the people who actually don't know. If they are not your specific target market or people who are also building businesses, don't listen to them. Make sure that you find people who are also doing great things and hang out with them. And the third is that you have to be very clear that 90% of your time is going to, at least in the beginning, is going to be spent on things that are not necessarily the things that you are passionate about. Okay. All right. So if you do want to go and start your company, if you don't have a company now, uh, if you are still incorporating and you feel like, I don't want to do this anymore, I want to have a little bit more freedom or, you know, I want to have more money or whatever is driving you. Think about this. The best way of getting started is actually to continue doing that what you do. You know, launch a business in that particular area where you already get paid for right now. Afterwards, when you, you know, because there's a lot of uh, learnings to do when you start launching your company. And we usually don't work with startups. We don't usually work with people who are just starting up. But if you are there. There are a lot of things that you have to go through, even though you think you know everything. Thank you very much. I was the same as you. (laughs) I thought that would be a piece of cake. And let me tell you, it wasn't. It wasn't a piece of cake. So... uh, The best thing for you is to practice, practice, practice. And that's why the best thing for you is maybe to go out to the marketplace and start offering products or service that you already are doing today. Something that you know how it works. So you can go out and start offering that kind of packages and start growing the, the, the income. There are so many things that you need to focus on at the beginning, you need to learn. The learning curve is huge. So you have to learn so many things. So make the mistakes with, at least with something that you are familiar with, so, you, so that you know about, that you're good at. Then later on, if you feel that you would like to launch another company, your passion company, then you can do that because then you know entrepreneurship, then you know how to grow a company, then you know how to file your taxes, then you know how to do marketing and sales, how it works, Okay. So my advice is to focus on those things that you are good at right now and you can get paid for. Of course, you must like it as well. That's really important. But something that you have, for example, education for, something that you've been doing for a longer time, and start launching that, and then when that is running, Then you can start looking at maybe to launch a side project. Maybe start looking at, you know, maybe I could focus on my passion because now I know how companies grow. Now I know what I need to do. And you have realistic expectations. And you also learn a ton about building and growing a company. Okay, my friends. So thank you so much for being here. Tomorrow is the Christmas Eve. And I have a new episode for you early in the morning, and we are going to talk about magic, magic, why it is important, why you have to focus on magic, building the magic in your business. So I can't wait to see you tomorrow again and have a wonderful, wonderful day before Christmas.